106.1 FM and AM 930% present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It's Monday, August 26. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. And you can, of course, join the program today by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Miller Lite hold true. Great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. And of course, you can also find me online. I'm on Twitter, at Paul Swan. Also, you can find the show by searching The Drive with Paul Swan on Facebook. So now you have all the social media details. You can find us today live here at the Union Pub and Grill. That is right, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. And joining me as he always does on Mondays, the former Young Thundering Herd quarterback, Dave Walsh. It's game week, Dave. It's here. It is here. You get your playbook. Are you ready to go? Ready. VMI. VMI. A team, believe it or not, Marshall used to have trouble with. But of late, no. Not of late. Did you play VMI? I can't remember. No, uh, but I covered some games with VMI. Yeah, I know you covered them. But There's the, a couple of times when they were very fortunate to beat them. And then of late, as you know, if you look at the series, it was uh, pretty much after opening kickoff, name that score. It was bad. So Thundering Herd's got VMI coming up this week. And uh, today we had a chance to catch up with a lot of the Thundering Herd. Uh, players were made available to us. So all this week you're going to hear a little bit from all of them. Uh, we're not going to do it all today. No. Uh, but you'll hear today from Isaiah Green, also Alex Millette. Hey, it's good to see him. Yes. He had injury issues last year. Yeah, he's back, and he feels really good. He's like, who is this guy? <laughs> no, yeah, believe me, he's probably the happiest man in America right now, finally getting to play. play. And then Isaiah Green is happy because this time last year, we didn't know who it was going to be. He seemed pretty happy to yes. be talking to us today. So, yes. uh, And Green looked good. Now, if you've watched any practice before they locked it down, uh, he looked like he had a pretty good camp. And then, of course, practice locks down, and um, when we do a get – chance to attend really can't comment too yeah. much on what we see a lot of that at this point is game day preparation installing things that are meant to go up against vmi or for the season so i really can't comment too much on that but uh, i've been impressed with green and yeah. he's definitely your starting quarterback there's no question there but at the same time he's still got to go out there and prove he's, it he's got to do it he'll be the first to admit it yeah he's got a lot of experience and he'll talk about that in a few minutes we'll hear from him but, today but a lot, probably a lot of the things you heard today was we're finally glad to play somebody with, with a different color uniform uh, you're looking you're at exactly each other right. for a month and now it's like okay let's even it's vmi i don't care it's a different color uniform let's go hit them i was asking that question all oh, morning yeah, yeah. And all afternoon going, you're right you're right you're right you're right they're ready to hit somebody else. Yeah, they are exactly in that mood and mindset. Let's go play somebody else. And <laughs> You know, the thing I'm getting from those guys is they don't care that it's VMI from uh, a lower division. They don't care. No. Let's just go play somebody. Yeah. That's probably, as Doc put it, it's the first game on the schedule. It just happens to be VMI, but to them, it's game one. I guarantee you Doc has told these kids, hey, you do not overlook these. I don't want to have a loss <laughs> after game one to VMI. Because I do not want to walk in the, in the press conference and go like, uh, I don't know what happened. That's not going to ruin your season, but, <laughs> no. boy, it's going to come up a lot if you lose to VMI. Yeah. Imagine game one, lost to VMI, and then you go up and you have a really good season, yeah. and then you got that right that's, there. That's going to be a weight off. like, Wait, yeah, but they lost to VMI, but they lost to VMI. So and you, I saw somewhere on Twitter today, hard to find point spreads. Saw somebody have one listed at forty. I saw that forty points. I'm not even point spreading this thing. No, no, it's just play, get it over with, and that's that's the main thing. 
I like the game for the sole reason that it's Marshall and VMI. It's a, a opponent of Marshall's years ago. Right. And so some of the older Herd fans. Uh, they yeah, remember that trip down 64. I, when I say older Herd fans, I remember those trips. I'm not that old. <laughs> I know. But, I mean, hey, 64 is probably one of the easier trips we had to make. Yeah, it's a great trip. You get to go and go down the road, see a VMI. And right. And you you're play, back home. You play. You're home. Let's go. It's Military Academy, yeah. a football program and that maybe doesn't have the tradition of winning. Of Army or Navy or no. somebody, but it's still, hey. It's an academy it's, school. Yeah, right. you, you got to appreciate it. And yeah, so, I mean, they have, they have quite a day of regimen before they even get to football practice. They go through quite a day. Then they get to go practice. Then they get to study. It's, it's, an, it's a lot of work to go to school like that. That one, Citadel, VMI. We know, I mean, Army, Navy, we hear about all the time, but, you know, those two guys, those two schools, quite a 24-hour day for those cadets. Do you think your fan base is going to be excited for this? I, I don't think we're seeing a sellout. Not a sellout no, for this one. I don't think it'll be a sellout there. And and I would just wonder who comes in at halftime by halftime. And if they go out at halftime and it's crazy, they ain't coming back. But that's not Doc's problem. He just wants to win the game. That's all. Win the game. Do you score as much as you possibly can that first half and just get everybody out and then put, put other guys in? Yeah, I'm interested to see, because I've seen some practice, but I'm, and Coach Cramsey mentioned Isaiah is so far ahead of this time last year. It was a guessing game now, a year in the system. I'm waiting to see if the vanilla comes off and we open things up. I would hope so. Yes. Because you've had a year. Yeah. You're not learning as you go. And you've he's pretty much handing off and throwing to the same people outside of Tyree Brady. Everybody else is still there. You know, camp, we saw nothing but vanilla, though. Yeah. So I think the training wheels are coming off. We just haven't <laughs> yeah. got a, a full look at it yet, right. and you're still not going to get a full look at it yet because you're playing VMI. Right. I would go as vanilla as possible to win the game against VMI. Basics. Oh, yeah, hand off. <laughs> hand the ball off. I would let my running game do all running the talking. Clock, yeah. Yeah, throw to keep them honest. Yeah. But offensively, I'm not showing all the toys. I'm not no. showing all the tricks. Nope. I'm saving all that. Because you got a road trip less than a week away after right. that. There might be a, there might be some uh, interesting things a week from that out on the blue turf at Boise. But right now, like you say, vanilla, maybe a little vanilla plus. Probably everybody gets to play, which is nice after all the work put in. But hey, get the W and move on. But as you mentioned, Doc's going, hey, don't don't we're not taking anybody lightly. I mean, it's it's old, one of the oldest quotes you've ever heard. But you can't do it. What's well, coach speak one on one? Right. right. But if you look back over time, there's a lot of people that didn't practice coach speak and got had to answer to it after the game going like, uh, didn't see that coming. <laughs> Can you imagine a Doc Holliday oh. team that does not practice what he preaches? What time What time was our post game? We might be there while people lighten up the lines. Man. <laughs> lighten up the lines. Speaking of post games, next week is going to be the late one. I hope you get your nap in next we week. We will. We will. I'll look forward to that. Staying up late? Well, that part, of, but playing these guys that they used to be one double A big timers, now they moved to the big, you know, the one A, and now they're both, you know, Boise's made quite an impression. Marshall's done pretty well, and now they're going to renew. Well, remember, Boise was this upstart. Marshall was the one double A big kid, big boy, and then they go to Boise, get punched in the mouth, and then Boise's playing Youngstown State, right? Then Here. they get punched in the mouth. mouth. <laughs> But Boise's making the promise that, you know, we'll be back and we'll be bigger and better than ever. And they've done and pretty well. they've got a lot of resources to throw behind that thing, and they have been bigger and better. And then you've got Marshall who, well, let's be honest, this team unfortunately has had ups and, and downs. downs. It hasn't been a steady stream. It's been really good and or, then really down. Yes, 
we've had the roller coasters like whoop, and then up here and straight down. You need to get like Boise's just they flatline, but they flatline at ten every year, which or better, which is nice. Wouldn't you like to have that consistency? And Doc's got the depth now. Yeah. So maybe this is going to cycle a little bit better. Yeah, you've been saying that because like, okay, number one gets hurt, two goes in, drop off, not noticeable. Number two goes down, three goes in, still not that much of a drop off. Used to be, not now. And that's what you want to do. You want to get, as he said, Brendan Knox, great example, next man up. Never forget his debut at Charlotte. Next man up, be ready. And he's got a lot to prove because he yeah. wants to prove that that wasn't a fluke. Right. He wants to come out and have that kind of season and more. And Marshall's got some depth there. I mean, what do you do? First two, three quarters, you pound it, pound it, pound it. And so when they're tired, you put the fresh guy <laughs> in and let him roll. You think they're not the biggest guys in the world, but if you pound, pound, pound the way they run, give them a little crease, they might take it to the house. It might be a start as a pound, but it's like gone. And if Marshall can get they that can pa- run. And Marshall gets that passing game going, there are going to be some tired defensive backs out there. There's going to be some tired DBs. Uh, if he, if Cramsey gets to where they have to defend the entire field, vertical and horizontal, anything goes. He, he's got – and then he's got plays at his beck and call what he wants to run because he knows almost anything he wants is there because they're going to be backing up, running sideways. They're – I won't say – but they're respecting them all over the field. And that's when it's it balls in his court. Yeah. We won't see that till week two. No. Week one, we're going to see vanilla, generic football. Right. And that's okay. The basics, which is – works. If I saw student body right and student <laughs> body left out there, I'd be okay with it. Southern Cal's in town, no. But I know what you're saying. Up the middle. And our, and our, and our shotgun. Where we're sitting, as long as the clock's running, we're happy. Slot, you know, <laughs> throw, um, yeah. you know, toss sweep. Anything. Draw. Yeah. Keep the clock running. Trips right. Yes. I'll take that. Yes. I'm looking forward to seeing all the formations they get into, even though they might, when it's all said and done, snap at certain where, but. I'm looking to see where everybody's running around, running around, lining up, and got the defense moving and hoping that one guy makes a little misadjustment and they get burned and boom. Then again, VMI might come in here and just control the ball as best they can. Well, I read the other day that they're going like they're very happy to come. They appreciate having the chance to play. And of course they And they, they know what they're up against. It's a payday for them. And they're getting, I think, get what, nice little check? They're getting what, a nice little payday three here. Something, is it like three-something already? It's an easy trip for them, so the yeah. travel expense isn't much there. Yeah, tank of gas and we're here. Here you go. We are going to come back and uh, hear a little bit from Isaiah Green. He uh, gives his thoughts on getting ready for the upcoming season, what he thinks about VMI, and he, he mentions uh, briefly his thoughts on the wide receivers. So later on, Alex Millette will have him on the program talking a little bit about uh, him getting back. back. He's Welcome actually back, Alex. He, He's actually excited, back to go, and uh, we'll get these guys' thoughts on the game coming up with the VMI. Of course, tomorrow's Doc Holiday, but today we've got a little bit of uh, player day, and we'll continue with that when we come back from break. It's The Drive presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington for today's edition of the show. Paul Swan, your host, the former Young Thundering Herd quarterback Dave Walsh, back with us in a minute. He's sort of my concierge. He's sort of actually, he's the guy that goes and fetches my stuff. He's 
he's getting me my tasty beverage. So while he's here taking advantage of everything you can take advantage of here at the Union Pub and Grill, and that also includes the Monday specials. That's right, $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. You get that every Monday when you come down here to the Union Pub and Grill. So Isaiah Green first up on the program today, and Isaiah, of course, Yesterday, the day before, the day before that, he was still the freshman quarterback, season one. It's game week, so now we officially promote him, Dave, as we get your headphones back on. We promote him to not only he's the starting quarterback, as we all knew, but he's no longer that freshman quarterback. He's not in transition. He's not in camp getting ready. No. He's an SO behind his name, He's the sophomore. The (laughs) roster's official. Here it is. It's game week. He is no longer a freshman. Been there, done that. Now let's see you uh, upgrade. Good things are hoping, happening for him, I hope. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, with all that said, you, of course, you know, we're kidding around here. He's, yeah. um, he's put all the work in, and last year I'm sure it was uh, very tough for him because you've got to get it all in. This year you've been around. You know what you're doing. You've seen it once already, so mm-hmm. you're not a stranger to it. And – when we talked to him earlier, he, he really talked about how easier it was, how, how it oh, easy. Yeah. yeah, it just got easy for him. And so he talks about how easy it was getting ready because of all of that for this season. It's been easier, you know, having experience this time around, having seen a lot more things that I didn't see at this time last year. I'd say that's the biggest difference. But other than that, I still have the same confidence. I'm still the same person, you know. It's just I have experience to go along with it now. So he's saying, hey, look, I'm still Isaiah Green. Yeah. I just know more now. Right. Right. Plus the people around him he knows. And being a quarterback back, knowing he's got people up front that have been around, done that, uh, I'd feel pretty good too. Yeah. And with that experience, that really helped him in getting ready. Well, it's helped me, you know, the game has always been kind of slow for me, but, you know, having that experience under my belt has kind of slowed the game down even more. So that's, that's the biggest thing I look at when I think about that question. Dave, as a quarterback yourself, when you play the position, yeah. when he says it slows down, what, what's he really – what's it like being behind that line and just being in a – a zone where you can look around and see everything in he's, slow motion. What's that? Describe like, that. It's like you, and when you're, I won't say deer in the headlights, but last year he's going, he's going like, uh-oh, where's this, 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 everything. Now, this year, Obi, I know where he's going to be. Our transfer of Kentucky, I have an idea where he's going to be. Brendan and Tyler, I know where they're going to be. My guys up front are going to keep me upright. And if I have to improvise, I will. So he's going to go like, I don't, I'm not rushed now. I can go like progression, boom. He still wants to move fast. But he's going to go, okay, A, he's not there. Go to B, go to C, and it's gone. He's a more. He's just processing everything yeah, faster. Yeah. So even Last though year it's like one, two, uh-oh. Then he might be running. Now it's going to be one, two, 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 gone. I mean, I, he'll be a different quarterback. It's so, like, all the guys, like, I remember Byron came through. First of the year, first time around. Then as time went on, you could just see him go back. He knew where to go. And if he had to put touch on it, he did. If he had to throw the old fastball, he did. Because sometimes in practice, the backup guys, they're from me to you, and they're throwing the heater, and the ball goes right. You, know, you got to. It depends on what's going on. Yeah, a little touch or a little heat. And he's. I saw that as the year went on. He developed it, and he learned a lot. And Green talked a little bit about what he learned uh, from last year to this year, and heading into this game week. 
I've learned a lot more because, you know, last year it was kind of like him just calling plays and I'm executing. But now this year it's kind of like I know why he's calling these certain plays in these certain situations. So, you know, that's going to help a lot because I can know where my hot routes are and, you know, stuff like that. And that goes back to your point, yeah. Dave, opening up the playbook more, learning what coach wants out of him and how to run it. Yeah, and then like he said, the, the hot route, let's say somebody blitzes. Last year he might – this year he goes, okay, blitz. The hot guy doomed, he dumps and, hey, blitz guy, sorry, you pay. I picked you. I know where it is. Coach Krams is ingrained to him, okay, hot route him. Go to him because the guy that's got him is gone, so you got him. He won't be going like, uh-oh, uh-oh, and maybe have to get sacked or run around or dump it away. He'll find somewhere to take it. And he's probably going to come to the sideline every now and then and tell Coach, hey, Coach, I think this might work. Instead of just going to tell me, now it's going to be going back and forth. Coach, this, this guy can be beat anytime we want to take. We can go in the top anytime. But he's hey, out there. He's out there looking. Now, for those who are maybe not as versed uh, in football, explain hot route as far as what's he thinking, what's he looking. Basically, if you've got, you've got to open, you make them pay. Right. Like, you know, a lot of times the basic hot route, let's say the linebacker blitzes. Normally the linebacker, their responsibility is the running back. Well, if the linebacker comes and, the, and it's a pass play called and the, back, and the running back sees that, well, he'll just he'll go where he wasn't. He'll run this way. He'll throw the ball over top, and guess what? It's there. And hopefully the defensive guy's hoping to get there and break it up before it happens. But if he picks it up, then you pay. Last year there were times where they did it and he didn't pick it up and he paid. This year they want to make the defense pay. That way you, they can't gang up, stack the line. They got to hey, they got to back off and respect this guy. VMI is the opponent this weekend. Let's be honest. What what do we know about VMI? Right, and plus VMI is not going to see a guy like him all year probably. Probably not going to see a guy like Isaiah all year. So it's going to be a challenge, especially opening week. You, know, you got a guy who was co what co freshman of the year last year in Conference USA. Not bad for not knowing who's going to be the quarterback. He gets that honor, and now he's got a year under his belt. And BMI's going uh oh, uh oh. But they got to keep score. They get a nice payday, and and they're going to come here and play. They're not going to come in and lay down. They're going to do everything they can to make it a game. BMI on tap for the Thundering Herd um, as the quarterback. What have you seen so far? At least that's what I asked him. Here's what he told me. As they like to put a lot of people in the box at times. You know, a lot of times they send a lot of blitz. But we just got to prepare to, you know, pick that stuff up and take a few shots early, try to beat them downfield, and then get the run game going. Pretty basic standard stuff from yeah. your quarterback. Right. If they blitz, they're going to try to, you know, like we've talked in the past with Marshall, blitzing maybe or, or a little pressure to, to blow the play up before it develops. That's what VMI is going to try to do, blow it up before it develops. If it develops, then they're going like, well, man, one-on-one matchups, we're not in a position to prevail too many times in that situation. Maybe 20 years ago when we're in the same league, we're not in the same league now. Biggest question for your quarterback is not your quarterback, it's your wide receivers. Here's what Isaiah had to say on his wide receivers. Uh, well, yeah, I, I like the way the receivers have come along since spring to to this point, you know. It started off with all of us just trying to create chemistry together because a lot of them hadn't, hadn't really played for us. So, you know, I feel like we, we started off good with that in spring and in fall it just continued and got better every day. So, again, basic stuff there. He, he likes what he's got so far to work with. I would say... 
like when Tyree was here when, and him and Tyree were on the same page, a lot of times something may have been called, but guess what? When the, the pattern's going, Tyree breaks it off another direction, and Isaiah's going, I knew that was coming, and boom. What they call wasn't there. They improvised a little bit, and boom. And now Obi has been there. UK transfers there, and the tight ends, Xavier Gaines and those guys, Armani Lewis, Levias, you better pay attention to them too. Those linebackers, they're not going to be matched up and do well if they're guarding a tight end with a linebacker. Armani Levias will just run wild. If you're guessing, because Doc's not going to tell no. us, if you're guessing, are we going to see more of a run attack? I think it'll be or run, run. Run first, the pass? Run first, pass second. Okay, run, run to pass. Establish that. And then it depends what they're doing. They're going to try to see what they're going to do. If they start overcrowding the box, 7, 8 in the box, they might. If they have good pass block protection on blitzes, a couple of big plays over top, then they, then they got to then they got to drop it or you get blown out. Then it turns into a blowout. You get a couple of those, you get tired again burned real quick right, on that. Right. You know, or OB can go, Mr. Richard Devon can go. You know what those tight ends are capable of doing. And then who knows what kind of – we haven't even thought about this. What kind of routes are set up for their running backs this year? I, they never really had running backs in routes like you see in the pros and stuff. Have they got Tyler King doing something? Have they got uh, uh, Mr. Brax, or, you know, our running back, Brendan Knox, doing something to get them ball out in space instead of seven yards behind the line, get it out wide in space, one-on-one, see ya. Well, you can do more. Yeah. You've got another year That's under your belt. That's the YAC, yards after catch. Yeah, you've got another <laughs> year under your belt now. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to see if Coach Cramsey has these all of a sudden the back circles out. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Vanilla is uh, melted. They're going to, I think, be a little more uh, complex. Not complex, like it's confusing. It's just there's more for them to choose from. You know, herd fans, you said. herd fans love conference NBA. <laughs> right. They want that fast-paced Bomb it down. Give me 90 snaps. Give me about 50 points, and they're going home happy. I'll take a seven-point victory in undefeated season. Doc will take anything. Yeah. <laughs> Doc will take whatever. Right. Seven points, three points, it's a win. Yeah. Yeah. Hurt fans might want 40 or 50. I'm just going to take the victory and go home. Right. Alex Millett, when we come back, uh, he is excited. He's back. He hopefully will have a great season. <laughs> He's looking forward to getting back out there on the field. He's actually, you know, going through it now. It, it, we talked to him. It was sort of like starting over, but it's not. You'll hear what he had to say. He's probably pretty excited. Yeah, he's excited. You'll hear what he had to say when we continue with today's edition of The Drive presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to the Monday, August 26th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. It's game week, Dave Walsh. Yes. That means we get a chance to talk to players today. Doc holidays tomorrow. Right. And, of course, on Thursday, Doc will be doing his coaches show. Game week is here, man. That's right. The schedule right. is set. We're locked for the next, what, uh, 13, 14, 15 13, weeks or so. 13 minimum, and hopefully they'll hope – 12 minimum. 12 minimum. Hope, they'll hope for more. 12. First Saturday in December, and then after that, somewhere that they would maybe win the league, and then they get the highest pick of the bowl, what's out there. And I'm still holding out hope for the one that we'll talk about as time goes on. I'm not going to bring it up today. Don't jinx it. No. Don't jinx it. No. 
you know, Hurd's chances look pretty good because they got Alex Millett back on the field. Now, he went down last year. Right. And he has been chomping at the bit to get back out there and play football again. And I asked him, hey, what's it like? Yeah. Just get back on the field, man. How excited are you? Here's what his response was. Uh, it means a lot to me. You know, after everything that happened last year with me, you know, getting hurt week four, it's been a while since I've been able to step on that game field and actually play again. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be surreal. It's going to be like the first time again. But I'm really excited. I'm really ready to get back out there. So he's excited to get yeah. out there. I mean, you go down early last season and you got to watch everybody else. Because yeah, you're talking about all the experiences back on the other line. Now you plug him in. And he went out Wake Forest, so really he missed two-thirds. Now he's back with everybody else. A formidable bunch up front. And I'm sure he's ready to be, you know, join the mix and, and let's run with it. He wants to hit somebody because rehab's not a lot of fun. No, and it followed up with him. You know, he, he sort of said it was like starting over. So, so is it really like you're just going out there again for the first time? Here's what he said to that. Yeah, but, like, it's different because, like, I've, I've played already. It's a weird feeling, but it's more like – I'm just, like, ready to get back out there. Like, I'm ready, like, today. Like, I can play today and be completely fine. It's not Greek to him if he goes out No, there. he's not new. No. No, he knows if they call a certain play number, he'll know exactly the guy who he's got to block, who's got to do this, you know. He's just happy to have the chance to block somebody again. Once he gets hit by someone first, else. So yeah, they all saying once you make contact, all's forgotten. Yeah. You, you know what's going on. You know what to do. He is fit as a fiddle then. Yeah, you got two responses. Either right. get hit and bowled over or, or hit back. Right, and I think he'll respond on the positive side. Okay, so I, I expected Isaiah Green to tell me everything I possibly want to know <laughs> about VMI, um, but I didn't get enough. So I asked Alex Millett, hey, what do you know? This is usually my standard yeah, question. He's got a block on What do you know about him? I should ask this question on a Wednesday or Thursday. Here's what he said about what he knows about VMI. They got eight returning starters on defense. You know, they're a good team, and we're going to have to game plan to go out there and do everything that we can to go out there and beat them. But, you know, we have to just focus on us and don't know a whole lot about them yet. They're a good team. He doesn't know a whole lot about them. Yeah. He goes, eight returning starters, but they only won one game last year. So yeah, I was you wonder, say. How does that matter? But at the same time, those guys that, you know, took it on the chin, they want to upgrade a little bit themselves. But Alex knows, like, if we execute what Coach Cramsey, Coach Holiday come up with, everything will take care of itself. Man, I, I, I didn't want to tell him, hey, man, how, <laughs> how good are they really? Yeah. I mean, he's he's being pretty. Eight starters back. Yeah, I mean, give him credit. He's yeah. he's being pretty pretty respectful. He did the math. He's focused. Yeah. He knows um he knows that they're on the schedule, and he's uh he's being pretty uh you know he, he's not putting any bulletin board material yeah, out exactly. there. Exactly, nothing like the VMI wall is going like this is what they. Think yeah, he's about. like, hey, they're a good team, man. But they, yeah, I'm gonna say it for you. Yes. Today, I'm gonna say I'm gonna speak for the fan today. They were one in ten last right. year. Right. I were one in ten. They were zero and eight in the Southern Conference a 2018. That, and a league that Marshall knows well. And they went 0 for. 0 4. You know the team they beat? Tusculum. Beat them 20 to 11. Whoa. Um, I mean, they lost to Toledo in their opener last year 66 to 3. Wofford beat them 59 14. 
Uh, Western Carolina beat them uh, 52 to 50, so uh, <laughs> there was no defense that no, day. Entertaining, but that's I mean, all. they were in they were in some games except for that Sanford game where they lost 73 to 22. They were putting some one game and 71 game. Uh-oh. They, they were putting some points up. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come out here right. and say they can't play football, but but <laughs> I mean he's given them a lot more credit than some. Yes. But with that said, you know what he's he's preparing. He's watched the film. Maybe he's seen something that, like, oh, hey, you know, if they, they clean this up, they're going to be better. Maybe he knows something yeah. that I don't. I know one thing, though. There's a lot of expectations on this Thundering Herd football team, and uh, we asked him, uh, you know, how do you deal with all those yeah. expectations? Well, I mean, Doc does a really good job. We never really focus on that type of stuff. You know, we don't focus on polls, don't focus on anything because, you know, Doc says that every time, every every day you pick up the paper and a team that shouldn't have got beat got beat. And, you know, we just go out there and focus on ourselves, like I said, and, you know, we're just not never worried. We're focusing one day at a time and just work, working on making sure we're the best that we can be. That's the old Doc. Potential, you get beat. Performance, you win. Very simple. I think they are locked in on BMI. Right. We kid, we joke, but at the same time, they're yeah. pretty much locked right. you know, on this no thing. There's no locker room fodder and stuff like that, but at the same time, they, when they go down on, into their stance on Saturday night, they'll know exactly what they need to do. They will have it down. And any mistakes were made, they'll correct them and get them ready. But, you know, they'll be focused and ready to hit somebody. And more often than not, they'll hit the right guy. So he's uh, ready to go. Yeah. He's excited. Uh, Fans you, are going to go, who's that guy? Remember him? Yeah. You, you remember him? He uh, Alex who? Alex Millette. <laughs> yes. He used to play football for Marshall. Yeah. yeah he's uh, he's going to go out there. Yeah. And, uh, I'm sure the just the excitement of going out there. You imagine his first snap when he goes out on the field after going out week four. Now he's back out there. Regardless, forget it, whoever it is. It's just he's back on the June turf. Got to be a big – he's going to be he's going to be revved. He's out there. He's ready to go. Right. He he feels confident. He doesn't feel like he's uh, lost a step. Might be the old pancake block right out of the gate. Just whoever's in front of him, boom. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? And I'll give him credit, though, because we're talking about VMI here, a team that was picked last, last. in the coaches' poll. Right. Behind Western Kentucky, Carolina. Right. Yeah, Kentucky, yeah. Western Carolina, yeah. Western, you know. Well, they both they're both their moments last year. They're both year directional schools, right. yeah. You've got – VMI here trying to change that dynamic a little bit, and it's going to be tough for them. They're right. they're a military school. They're right, but it's you, tough. You put this and game on the schedule because they're close by geographically. There's some history and there, they, and they get and they get paid a little bit of money. It'll help pay some bills down the road, and uh, see what happens. Do you schedule this game if you didn't have Boise the following week? Is this a different opponent? I, I think most. If you look at week one schedule, a lot of those are very similar to that. Outside of Lane Kiffin, I think, goes to Columbus and a couple. But most are most of them are pretty similar. This is not going to be sacrificial Saturday like it used to be. When, they, you know, the old Southern Conference, everybody schedules up, and you look at the scoreboard, and it's just brutal. Yeah, they got a paycheck, but, dude, it's going to take them six weeks to get over what they just experienced. They get mauled. But what do you get out of this? So you're playing this opponent. What do you get out of playing this VMI team. You got that W, and that's about it. And hopefully you did some things right that 
you've been working on since the end of the season last year. No, I don't want to downplay VMI. I'm not trying to say that this uh, is a team that just put uniforms on some kids right. and they're going to field a team and right. good luck. I mean, no, they're a football team, right. but at the same time, it's just a different level. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's night and day here yeah. between where they're at and where Marshall's at, yes. or at least where we hope Marshall's yeah. at. In the old days of 2A and 1A, Marshall was 2A, and, and all of a sudden they went 1A, and then you see the difference between 2A and 1A. 60-some scholarships to 80. VMI's facility holds 10,000, 11,000 people. You see what the Joan is now. So it's a different world. They know what they're getting into. Marshall made a commitment a few years ago. They wanted to upgrade, and, and here we go. VMI is content with where they are. I'm not sure how much more they could go up. No, they're not going to be able to no. move up. Southern Conference is probably the top of the line. VMI is not going to be a program that excels athletically because – this isn't a, a revenue producer for them. No. They're not going to be able to build a brand-new stadium. They're not going to have luxury suites. They're not going to be able to have a massive recruiting budget no. because they're set up completely different. I mean, this is what college athletics used to be like. Yeah. You remember when Army was a national power? <laughs> right. Army might be a power again. Yeah. Wait, they're boy, hey, they're Mike, not looking too Mike, shabby. Mike went and got them home and home. He knows what's up with Army. That's uh, actually going to be a, a good get. Maybe uh, they're getting ready to, to start uh, showing what Army football is all about again. Because, you know, the preseason publications have a lot of high praise for the, for the Black Knights. Well, it's a lot easier now. You can actually go get talent now. Yeah. Because there is that hope that if you're good enough, right. you could, theoretically, you could be playing on Sundays. And you don't Once have to worry about it. you get your military thing out of the way. But I they're think, making it easier yeah, now. They're yeah. making it easier. So, hey, if you are legitimately able to go play on Sundays, you know, go. they can make that happen for you. Right. And you can get your commitment, uh, you know, fulfilled differently. Right. I mean, I don't have the specifics here, but it's, it's a it lot last, easier yet. I think it was last year when Army took Oklahoma to overtime or something. I mean, almost upset them. Something like that. I mean, you know, so there's one of those things that, uh, as you were saying earlier, must take care of business or almost uh, – they're going at Oklahoma going to try and explain, how did Army just beat us? But they, they didn't. They escaped. But uh, they don't want that to happen. Yeah. So, now if you're recruiting, you're recruiting a kid at Army. You can tell him, we can get a waiver for you. We can bypass the remainder of right. your military commitment if you have a legitimate chance to go yeah. pro. And you're going to have a pretty good schedule. You're going to play against some pretty good talent. And if – you put up like we think you can, you will be seen, and then the rest will take care of itself. More on the way. We are here today at the Union Pub at Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Don't forget, we have got the $1.50 bottle special, $2 call shots. It's every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. We've got more on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented this hour by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you on the Monday edition. We are getting set for week one Conference USA football. The Thundering Herd on Saturday taking on VMI. 5.30 p.m. will be Central Time, 6.30 p.m will be our beloved Eastern Standard Time here. you got to make that adjustment. Dave, you got to make that adjustment on the game notes. It's always central time. I know. They always do that, and they're going like, oops. 
up yeah, so one or back one. I've got to look. I've got to go through the game notes, and I've got to take a pin. <laughs> and go. And I see, for example, here, Rice at Army on Friday. It's a 5 p.m. game. No, nope. that's that's 6 p.m. Paul Swan time. Yes. And on, our, on our clock. Yeah, on my <laughs> clock. So, you know, i got to go here and get 6 p.m., 6.30. I have to make all those adjustments uh, on the game notes here. Because you're in a, a you're in a Texas league. Yes. Conference USA, you are in a Texas league. Out of Dallas. They're out of Dallas. Is the Sun Belt is the Sun Belt taking teams? I don't know. What if Marshall made that that jump to the Sun Belt? Remember when Western Kentucky and everybody jumped? Middle, yeah, they jumped, and then the Sun Belt got better. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what if, what if that happens here? Here's what your your this is your schedule. You're yeah. ready for some. You're, ready you're for talking com- about. Haves and have-nots, who's playing who. When you go through this, you'll notice some of them are going to take a nice payday and others are going to go like, uh, we're going to get – we're doing all our darndest to get a W. Right. So, Thursday, you've got four Conference USA games. Right. You've got Gardner-Webb at Charlotte, mm-hmm. and that's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. Right. So, I can watch that game. Right. And then you've got Central Arkansas at Western Kentucky. That's also going to be on the mighty ESPN+. Plus. <laughs> FIU is at Tulane. That could be interesting. That would be interesting. The I'll, old Conference USA, AAC. I'm going to watch that one. That's, right. again, on the ESPN Plus. But you are savvy on those things. Alabama State at UAB, ESPN Plus. So Thursday night, I'm getting my ESPN Plus subscription paid for. One right day right there. The rest is gravy. Right. Friday, it's going to be Rice and Army on uh, CBS Sports Network. So, Thursday night football, you talk about uh, not wanting to play Thursdays and Fridays. Well, guess what? Conference USA has yeah. got four of them. And Rice is on a network we can find. Or I can find. You can find ESPN <laughs> Plus, man. Then we get to Saturday. Run through these interesting doubleheaders. Well, Florida Atlantic will be the sacrificial <laughs> lamb for Ohio State. Right. And that will be broadcast on Fox. Mr. Kiffin's going to the, to, uh, the stadium. Incarnate Word at yeah. UTSA. Whatever. <laughs> You're not excited about Incarnate Word at UTSA? I don't even know where it is. VMI, Marshall, you knew right. that. And that's on stadium. By the way, let me run down the TV packages before I go with the schedule yes. here. Fox, ESPN3, Stadium, ESPN3, ESPN+, Plus, Big Ten Network, ESPN+, Plus, uh, LHN. I, I don't even know what that is. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, yes. I have to tell you what LHN is. I, I'll reveal it. Okay. Longhorn Network. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, they have their own. I was looking at networks. I yeah. didn't look there. Oh, it's Texas. Okay. And then ESPN Plus. Right. Here's the, the rundown. Norfolk State at Old Dominion on the three. Probably the shortest road trip of anybody in the league this season. It's sure. like six blocks. Why not? One to the other. you got to do that one. But ESPN guys got to send them in there. Alcorn State at Southern Miss. That's the game on the plus. Right. And then Middle Tennessee at number seven, Michigan. That's on the Big Ten Network. So they'll get exposure. Yeah. They'll get exposed, too. Yeah, that doubleheader. Yeah. Exposure exposed. Abilene Christian at North Texas. That's going to be on the plus. Um, North Texas, a lot of people's pick to win the Conference USA. Everything you hear is Mason Fine, Mason Fine, their quarterback. Louisiana Tech at number 10, Texas. LH. Longhorn. Longhorn Network. Yeah, I know where it's at. I'd be interested to see what happens. Houston Baptist at UTEP, and that's on the plus. UTEP, poor UTEP. Not a lot of good things have been said about UTEP. O for last year, and they're talking about O for again. So we're going to start off with Charlotte beating Gardner-Webb. Right. I'm going to take Western Kentucky over Central Arkansas. Right. And I'm going to save the rest of these picks for Thursday. There you go. 
because the don't pick tip of, your hand yet. No, I'm going to give you a couple. Here's the here's the free ones I'm giving okay. you. Okay. Because I'm going to pick every Thursday. I'm going to pick Conference USA. Every okay. game, we're going to okay. pick them. All right. You want in on this? We'll do it. See how it goes. Okay. You and me. Who else is going to? Because we'll be competitive about this. Yeah, I'm sure Billy Boy will get in. Do we want you, me, and Cornwell doing this? He's a, he's knee deep in it. Okay. You, me, and Cornwell. We'll all do this. Marshall, however, we can't pick that game until Saturday. Right. That's the rule. That's you save it for a while. You don't stage. come. Yeah, you have to find out on Saturday if you want to know. Or Friday, and, and I'm not going to be responsible. In some cases, it's going to be on Friday. I'm not going to be <laughs> responsible for you, but making that pick on your betting app <laughs> on Thursday. Don't worry, dude. I'm, I will. I will not be tipping my hand. Okay, uh, so that's what's going to happen here. We're all. We'll do that. Remind me, I'll forget. But it's like you said, interesting. There are three or four teams. It's pretty much sacrificial Saturday. The makings for that. I'm, I'll, I'll give you here's my, here's a free one. I'll give you a free one right now. Florida Atlantic loses to Ohio State. That's a free one. Yes, that's really going out on a limb. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to win this thing. I know. Uh, we're not competing for any prizes because well, you know where we work. I know. But it's ironic that. Two years ago, Lane Kiffin was on top of the world. Now he's coming off five and seven, and his first game back to try to turn things around, he gets the first game for the new coach at Ohio State in their stadium. So you know what Coach Day's going to want to make an impression. And sorry, Lane, I don't. It's you across the sideline. Sorry, <laughs> you just happen to be the one we booked. You know, though, if um, if FAU comes out and looks really good, the Lane train can be making a statement. Yeah, keep that in mind. That's all. Right. all Jokes aside, the lane train could come out and make a statement. Remember two years ago when Marshall went down there and the lane train was rolling. He had his little train that went through campus and the whole nine yards. It was big down there two years ago. If FAU can pull off something to make Conference USA look good and the Middle Tennessee, which I don't have any hope for. Stockstill's not there, is he? No. (laughs) He got his diploma, I think. That's the thing, though. You don't really have an opportunity. I mean, a couple weeks from now, you're going to have Charlotte taking on Appalachian State. You need to win that one. You're not, but you need to win that yeah. one. And there's really not too many games. Like Old Dominion's taking on Virginia Tech. That's not going to happen. After what happened last year? No. That's not no, going to no, happen. No. no. And you have Western Kentucky at FIU being a conference game. Yeah, we actually get a conference game in a couple weeks. But uh, UCF at Florida Atlantic. You need Florida Atlantic to beat UCF. Right. A lot of people need UCF to get beat for reasons I will divulge later. That's one they need UCF to go down on. But we're looking way ahead. Right. We can't go that far. All we're worrying about now is the cadets. No, we're, we're That's all that's on board right now. Man, I'm cadets. not even looking past that. I'm looking I'm not even looking past Gardner Webb at Charlotte right now. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to happen. Well, one thing about Gardner Webb and Charlotte, Gardner Webb where they're located is probably not too far to travel. So, expense-wise it'll be good. That's a that's a plus. Yeah. Get and, a check and make and and save on expenses. And that's the thing. The geography should work. You you've got to make this thing work geography wise because there's not that much as far as uh, travel dollars these days, right? Right. I mean, there's the haves and have-nots, and I it's mean, all BMI about is a little short trip on 64. And as we mentioned a moment ago, Norfolk State playing Old Dominion. That's uh, six to eight blocks, but it'll be the first game in Old Dominion's new facility. So we'll see how that goes. There's the, there'll be a curiosity factor there. Right. And why not? You're going to open up with an opponent. Yeah. You probably get a win. Yeah, and you, you don't want to open up your stadium with a, a a super opponent and lose your first home game. No, not in your new digs either. No, <laughs> no, not in the new digs. I mean, unlike Marshall opening up with New Hampshire the first game, that was a game that actually you didn't know too much about New Hampshire. And remember how close that, that came? That was very close. To, uh, get one for two late, and if they get to two, 
Coach Donovan's going, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a huge crowd that That's, day. Oh, yeah, first game. But think about what the Joan looked like that night, everything that's been done since then. I'm not on board with some of the changes. Specifically, the erector set in the end zone. I'm still not on, I'm not on board with that. Is that the, 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 the McDonald's side? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not on board with that's that. That's like two steps out of the end zone, you're into the wall. You get this, uh, you get this beautiful stadium, and then you throw this erector set right in the middle of it. <laughs> I like the way – I like that description. Yeah. I mean, I don't like it. No. And trust me, those feelings have been made known many times, and I'm sticking with it. Yes. But with I'm that – a man of my conviction. But with I, when I say that – uh, I had to qualify this years ago. I'm not taking a dig at anybody. It's just the previous administration decided that was a good idea. They're no longer here. No. I am. It they're is, not. It is what it is. <laughs> right. To use the really tired old cliche. And that's going to do it for this edition here today from the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan, Dave Walsh, thanks for being here with us on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Back tomorrow, we'll have comments from Doc Holliday, and we'll have more player reaction for the upcoming week, plus your phone calls tomorrow on the Tuesday edition. For everyone here at the Union Pub and Grill, for Dave, for Gabriel back in the studio, Gabriel Silver to our producer, I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive. Don't forget, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search The Drive with Paul Swan. For those mentioned gentlemen, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for listening to today's edition here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.